Well, we're here at the beginning of another episode of the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. This is number 10, and we are very fortunate to have with us guests from the Solid Waste Authority. My name is Matt. I am the Jupiter Farms Residence President. I am Jillian. I am Kristen. And with us today, we have Becky Robinson and Willie Puzz from the Solid Waste Authority. Thank you guys for coming and joining us today. It's great to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. So by the time this airs, it's going to be October 1st. What do you think your day is going to be like on October 1st? It's going to be so exciting. You can't even imagine. So you're going to be at the bar is basically what you're saying. That may be in the evening. Okay. But in the morning, we're very excited to start the new collection contract with all of our new contractors. And this contract is going to last for how long? Seven years. Seven years. Okay. That's a lucky number. So um, so there's, there's a, a couple of changes, and I think there's a lot of perceptions out there of things that are going to change, and a lot of perceptions of things that people think are going to change and aren't really going to change. And we're going to specifically focus on our area, which is Jupiter Farms, unincorporated Palm Beach County with some larger lots. And I think the easiest thing to do is let's start with the one aspect that isn't going to change. Recycling isn't changing for us at all out here, correct? At all. At all. We still use the same receptacles and pickup is still going to be on Thursdays. Yes, it's going to be Thursday. Okay. (laughs) And um, still use the same receptacles, still the same way of separation, no changes there whatsoever. No, but it is it is a good opportunity to make sure you have been recycling, right? Right. Perhaps a lot of people believe that they are and are surprised to learn that they're they're not always experts. So I'm one of those people that read the thing. I didn't know you put the milk cartons in with the cans. Yes, And exactly. I learned that by reading this. You didn't know you that, didn't know did that? you? I totally knew that. <laughs> I mean, the, like the paper <laughs> ones, because it, it goes against what you... We don't drink milk. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You had coffee you put it's, in your coffee. Yeah. Pe- people I drink, drink milk. People, well, people, people, people drink milk? People Out here in the farms, milk. people yeah. drink milk? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I've seen a lot of the recyclables out here in the farms. I am not convinced people are drinking milk. Yeah. <laughs> still comes in a carton, the morning after way. the beer. The morning after the beer. Okay. Milk yes, starts so with a you gotta coat. You got to coat the stomach with something before. Anyway. Um, well, let's get into recycling for a second. Yes, yes. please. So Becky kind of said recycle right. What does recycle right mean to you? Could I ask? Clean the stuff before you put it in the bin. Okay. What else might it mean? Sort it correctly. Sort it correctly. Bin. That's the bigger thing. So in blue, what is what does your blue bin get? Uh, paper. Pans. Okay. No, paper. <laughs> oh, God. I, don't, I, I don't do this. Okay, I, the blue bin gets glass jars. It gets the soda cans, soda bottles, all the plastic. Milk cartons, obviously. Paper, milk cartons. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all I put in mine. Tin cans, like if you have right. tin yep. cans. Mm-hmm. Anything your, else? Your plastic, glass, mm-hmm. metal food containers. So if you're drinking out of it, you're putting that in the in the blue bin. What about the tops? Oh, see, okay, so because I've heard things like you know the the bottle on a water bottle is recyclable, but the actual top is not. And then should the top be put on and, right? or not? Tell me if I read this right. Okay. The top should go on that plastic bottle. Plastic lids go on plastic bottles, and glass lids stay off of the glass jars because right, they're right. metal. Right. But, or plastic or and something. In, and like why is that? Why, I have why no you clue. It'll because explode. <laughs> you need to come to the Solid Waste Authority's you need open to house me. in November. You need to invite me. This yes. is invitation to everybody that's listening right now All to right. come out to our open house on November 15th. We're getting I'm a bus. Going. We're getting it's a bus. It's no. incredible. You will see the recycling facility and you'll understand that when those blue bin recyclables are put on the floor, the first thing that they go to is a uh, magnet. So it'll pull those metal tops off. 
so off the line first. Pickle jar lids, that kind of thing. It'll it'll separate those out, and then the, mm. it'll be. If I have any metal pieces in my body, how close can I get to this magnet? Let's check. There's Sweet. only one way to find out. <laughs> all right, all right. I like how much this. do we have to pay you for <laughs> making him get a little closer? Edge. I'm living on the edge. This is awesome. Okay, no, that makes see that makes a lot of sense. I thought it was because it was getting crushed in the jar would. No, and that's you know some there's this perception in the community that if you put plastic lids on plastic bottles when they get bailed the the lids shoot off and no one no one has been shot by a lid I promise Yet. of all the weird things that could happen <laughs> that's the one thing that well, we want, I want to go into some of those weird stories later well, on well, definitely let me let me give you the the weird uh, and Becky could probably go into this a little bit more too but the weird thing with the plastic lids so you put them on the plastic bottles you would think that it's all the same plastic and it's all the same it's recyclable not. right. Becky, what happens to the lids? Do you remember what happens to the lids? They, they're separated. Se- they, they're at different densities mm-hmm. in the water. So the caps will be at a different density than the bottle itself. And that's how they can sort them out. So they just grind them up. They put them in water and then they can you know, scoop off the top and then siphon out the bottom. And that's why the lid stays. So the lid stays oh. on because if it was by itself, it'd be too small to go through our process. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't get bailed. You know, it would fall through our conveyor belts. Anything smaller than probably three inches. And what happens after our process? Because I know that uh, foreign countries aren't buying recyclables like they used to. What are we doing to get rid of this? I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Well, because, thank you. <laughs> perfect. Thank you. Here's your $5. I yeah. try to be very topical. <laughs> um, we, we actually, in Palm Beach County, because we have the two-bin recycling program, we're in a lot better situation than a lot of communities around the country. That are doing commingle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you see the headlines like, is recycling dead? You know, and we're, we're going, no. it's business as usual at the Solid Waste Authority. We, we collect the materials, we separate it, we bail it, and we sell it. And we've been able to move the commodities. Through the down market. Yeah, through the down market. Through the exactly. down market. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, now, gotcha. I'm so going to keep bringing up things that people have said. So one of the, shall I call it a complaint on Facebook, was that um, we pay for the garbage and you guys make money on selling it. So our answer to that, which I hope was correct, is that keeps the cost of your business down, keeping it lower to us in the end. So, yeah. So, I mean, the Solid Waste Authority, we are a countywide government agency and we are primarily funded by property taxes and all of our our budget information, everything. If you want to go through it, you can see exactly what's incoming and what's outgoing. We are primarily funded by property taxes. We do have other sources of income and those just kind of help offset the costs. It's it's not an inexpensive industry to be in. And we we have state-of-the-art facilities and we provide, you know, that service to the residents because And I think it's great because now it's... Speak going about, where it needs to t- go. Talk a, yeah. just a, a, for a moment about the state-of-the-art facility because it is really awesome what we have down at Solid Waste. Plant number two, that yeah. Renewable Energy Facility 2. You got to come up with like a better acronym for that. <laughs> okay, REF2. 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 Okay. Con. So, <laughs> <laughs> dive, dive. In 1975, the Florida legislature created the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County. I wasn't born yet. I wasn't but, either. But then- I'm lying about mine. The- <laughs> director the directors the leadership said they had a vision right and they said this is what it's going to look like when it's built out we're going to build this award-winning integrated system of facilities that are going to be state-of-the-art so right now we have six transfer stations and the transfer stations i think the closest one here is on military trail mm-hmm. right by donald uh donald ross yeah. road yeah. Mm-hmm. right so if you have your oversized bulk you can take it there if you have your home chemicals you could take it there as well so we have six of those facilities we have two waste-to-energy facilities. They are the state-of-the-art. One was built in the late 80s. One was built 
or start a commercial operation in 2015. So they use different technologies, but they do a lot of the same thing. They incinerate trash. The phrase here is post-municipal solid waste. So you take your recyclables out, it goes in there. We burn it, supercharge steam. Uh, that steam powers a, a turbine generator, which creates enough electricity to power enough homes that would be for the city of Boca and also the city of Palm Beach Gardens together for a year. So that's wow. pretty awesome technology that we have. And when you say you burn it, you, it's a clean burning. They have scrubbers. It's not like this is billowing pollution into the atmosphere. Right. So we also spent, I think it was $54, $55 million just in emission technologies for REF2. So federally, we have a permit limits of what can be emitted from the right. incineration process. Our output from that is about half of those permit limits, just from the investment that we made to keep the the air clean and to keep those emissions That's really clean. Cool. It is really cool. We have a state-of-the-art recycling facility. It's a recovered materials processing facility is the long name. It processes about 90,000 tons of your blue and yellow bin each year. Wow. Right? So, you know, blue bin stuff goes on one side, yellow bin material goes on the other side, which reminds me, I want to ask you what goes in the yellow bin a little bit later. Ooh. But uh, we bail those, we sell them, and that's where you know we do make a, a revenue from it, which goes back to help keep our property taxes low, but also our property assessment low for the for the disposal. But it also we share that fifty fifty with the cities. So mm-hmm. whatever revenue we get in, the unincorporated part comes out, and the cities share the other fifty percent of that revenue. So they get an unearmarked chunk of money just for their residents putting things in a blue bin and a yellow bin Correctly. at home. As long as they do correctly, it correctly, right? You know, and and I guess that's incredibly frustrating on your end, the incorrect stuff. But you know, we can only control what we can control. We and, forgot and to mention the biggest don't put in your blue bin, which is that? children. Oh. <laughs> no, they're not no. very recyclable. I didn't think so. Supermarket plastic bags. Ooh, we'll right. get into that a little that's bit later. Whole, I know we're diving yeah. into that deep on that one. Oh, yeah. That's a no-no. Yeah, Jill, you just went there. I just bring wow. But I want to tell you about some other cool facilities that we have. Uh, we do have the landfill, which is our place of last disposal. And we have seven home chemical and recycling centers around the county where residents can take the, the excess paint that they have. Right. Their fluorescent light bulbs, their chemicals from the pesticides or cleaning products and things of that nature. Are you nature. guys still doing the house paint program or no? Mm-hmm. You, you, yep. we, like, so residents can still request um, mm-hmm. the, the, the paint from, because I thought that was such that an amazing really cool. program. Yeah, yeah we, it, it kind of goes in cycles. When we get the paint, then we offer it. And, right. and so the form's on our website now if you know someone who would benefit from a yeah. recycled paint donation. Yeah, it's an awesome, just, yeah, for, S- for, SWA's website is chock full of tons and tons of information. So, so you know, surf over there. If you're looking to paint your house, they might have some hues that are available to you. <laughs> right, there's a couple of caveats that go along with that too. You have to own your home. You can't be a renter. Right. I think it has to be under 3,000 3, square foot yeah. and you couldn't have gotten paint before. So there there are a few rules that go along with that. Right. It's not anybody could just roll up and say, give me some paint. Right. Yeah. But, but on the on the other hand, for the people that qualify, we had a few friends that didn't know about it and sent them that way. They had a choice of, you know, three or four or maybe some lovely five colors. colors. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they really appreciate it because then when you're painting the outside of your house, it gets really expensive. So they were super happy with that. Exactly. But it's And it's also, you know, reuse, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a, a wonderful aspect of the program. All mm-hmm. right. So you wanted to ask her a question? Well, we talked about the blue bin and yeah. what goes in the blue bin. And, and the second part of that is the yellow bin. So yeah. what is the yellow bin yeah, used Jill. for? What yellow is the yellow bin is bin? your um, it. Pa- paper waste. So we have junk mail, bills that you don't want to pay, cardboard boxes. Now, my big one is the pizza box. I never know what to do with the pizza box. Well, it depends on what kind of pizza driver you have or delivery person. Okay. Yeah. So if he's a good one and he didn't stick the pizza to the box. <laughs> the bottom is probably going to have the, the greasy, cheesy 
mix on the bottom, right? It's the greasy, cheesy yeah. goodness. Right. right. Extra yeah. crispy. But that's on the bottom. Right. So on the top, if you have that good delivery mm -hmm. driver, mm -hmm. right. uh, they're not going to get anything on the top, right? right? Right. So you can rip that pizza box in half, mm. put the clean side in your yellow bin, put the stained side in your garbage. Okay. And that's probably just a function if you don't want that grease greasing up your meat, your machines, right? Well, not necessarily just greasing up the machines, but whenever they take all that paper mm. and turn it into a slurry and, and pulp. Actually recycle it, yeah. Right, that grease gets in and mixes with all of that pulp yeah. and can contaminate that whole batch. Yeah. What else goes in the yellow bin? I can't think of anything else that goes yeah, in the yellow just, bin. I was just testing you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really. What whatever. about paper towel? Like cleanish paper towel. Cleanish paper towel. Did, did you Is wipe your face? Ish? Wipe your face with it. Wipe your hands with yeah, it, right? Yeah, maybe. It goes back to the So there's oil it's on grease, it, which right. means. Grease. Yeah. No not, go. Not really. Same no. thing with the paper plates. You know, put paper plates on it. You guys have some great food out here, I know. And yeah, we you yeah. put some of the food on there and it's not going to. Yeah. It's not going to be good either. If it's okay. dirty, it's a no go. Correct. Dirty papers, no. That okay. goes to David's like, so do I put my toilet paper? No, come on. You had to go there. He's look at him. No, look, you're an awful he was, person. He was I want you off it. of this podcast. No. This is awful. We know that now. If it's dirty, then no. How right. hard is it? Wrapping paper. And, Christmas okay, is coming up. What about wrapping paper? That's it. Yep. Wrapping paper is recyclable as long as it doesn't have like the, the glitter or extra stuff kind of glued to it. Okay. Most wrapping paper is definitely recyclable. Okay. And we always rinse our stuff. Is that a bigger deal? Like the cans and stuff, we rinse first. That would be something that would be appreciated. Yeah. Which so my bin cleaner, but yeah, I mean from their it. end. That's you know. that's really the, the big driver for us. Like um, having peanut butter in your peanut butter jar isn't going to make that jar not recyclable. What it is going to do is make your recycling bin gross. Yeah. So- you know, I know I, I talked to yeah, I talked to a lady who ran her peanut butter jars through the dishwasher. Don't 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 do that. Please don't do that. It's a waste of resources. But right. you know, if you give it a rinse or I let Molly sure there's no food. Peanut butter Stop it. I that just, is you know, very environmental, economical. And it's, don't I, encourage I, I, her. He gets mad because Becky, I mentioned my dog her. on every podcast. Every Molly, okay? We we talked about Molly. Can <laughs> Molly we get on like with the rest of the podcast? Recycler. Ginger and Savannah oh, don't like the peanut butter jar. So since we're back on plastic, I have one more question on that. The numbers on the on the recycles is I think it goes one through six, are, one, one through seven, one through seven. So, are those all no. recyclable in in our program? And what about styrofoam? No, the answer is no. So no. numbers one through seven are recyclable in the program, except for styrofoam. But aren't like like bags? Like I I have we get you know we all have salt bags for right. our, our you know which is that big tough bag and right and we, that'll gum up your works exactly yeah. So we don't want plastic bags. Let me take a step back. Any kind of food or beverage container that is smaller than two gallons. So what, we kind of get away from talking about the numbers because it's so confusing to yeah. people. And, and people are like, oh, well, this tiny little bag that I got with my electronics has a number two on it. I can recycle it. Yeah. No. no, it's really. Or the want, clam shells from like when you get a prepared those salad. Are fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. those are good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So it's, it's really, we're, we want those food and beverage containers that are not styrofoam and they're under two gallons. That's really right. so. The, and the numbers the, can be confusing. For the people out here that don't know, in front of Publix, on either side of the entrance, there's styrofoam recycling, plastic bag recycling. Bag. And that's, that's bag with two as. Bag. <laughs> that's a bag. And what's the other one? There's a third one up there. Styrofoam. Gerbils. Egg. No. Those are the two that they primarily take. The two. Yeah. Maybe it's and, three bins of two things. Right. So. Two things with plastic or, yeah. and one for styrofoam, or sometimes it's the other way around. The one thing that you could say if you take it to a big box store you can see a lot of big box stores are having the, the bins for plastic bags that they're calling it. Mm -hmm. But you can take more than just the, uh, the plastic bag from the grocery store. 
It can take maybe some of that salt bag that you were mm-hmm. talking about. Take it there. Some of the the plastic wrap that may be wrapped water, in water, like a case of water. Right. Yeah. That's that's mm. recyclable too in that program. And what makes that so special is that they're they're only getting that plastic. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It should be shouldn't be mixed with a right. can. It shouldn't right. be mixed with a plastic bottle. Shouldn't be mixed with cardboard. It's just that plastic, and they can bail it much easier. They can sort it much easier, and they can use it much easier rather than you know as I mentioned the ninety thousand tons of recyclables that we get. Which is everything, and yeah. you just can't pull those bags out. Right, right. Uh, batteries, home chemical and recycling center. Uh, okay. But your regular double A alkaline batteries—they're mm-hmm. okay to go in the garbage. Do they it, cause like little mini explosions at the plant? No, but your lithium-ion rechargeable batteries. Lions, yeah. Bad news. Bad news for sure. Really? Yeah, and so, so they should go to the, the so re- regular your, that your regular, kind of stuff that you're mm-hmm. taking out your flashlight out of uh, outside of hurricane season. You can chuck that in the regular garbage. Right, but any other but kind, any of the rechargeable, the NICADs, the lithium ions, don't please don't do that. Right. That's please tr- don't trouble. do that. Please, mm-hmm. please. That's Willie saying, please don't do that. Um, okay, so have we exhausted recyclable? The one thing that's not changing out here. <laughs> well, okay, let me, let me offer this. This is the, the one panel that we take to a lot of our educational uh, efforts mm-hmm. uh, and, and the events and things is the do not. So we talked about plastic bags. What other things do you think are do not that should not go in your blue and or yellow recycle bin? Children. Children is a very good one. Children do not go in your blue or yellow recycle bin. Okay. But that is not one that the husband would punch the wife in the arm or the wife would punch the husband in the arm you don't know because that. they were doing that. You don't know that. <laughs> So what else? Well, we know plastic. Well, plastic bags. Plastic bag. bags, and that I know the gumming. Um, we say anything with any kind of food on paper, right? Right. I yep. already said the rechargeable battery. Yep, that's a big so one. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. How about uh, metal hangers? Points. Metal hangers. Wow. No wire hangers. No wire hangers. No ever. wire hangers ever. Just remember, mommy dearest. No <laughs> wire hangers <laughs> ever. You should. You should movie. definitely get her. I can. I can talk to her. We can. Get, we can get her <laughs> to do a, a SWA plug. How about uh, fluorescent light bulbs? No. Who has no. those? People have those? Sure oh they my. do. Look above you. Look above you Oh, right fluorescent. Now. I was thinking that. <laughs> Incandescent. No. 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 Why would you put that in your recycle? Because people are morons. People do. How about, um, how about uh, <laughs> uh, air AC filters? No. That's garbage. Isn't it? You're one of the few smart people that said that so well, quickly. Oh, dude. The damage you just did. Because it's not on the list. No, because he called you smart. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> my, my neighbor. I live in uh, down the street. No names. Will, right. No names. And uh, my neighbor has put a AC filter in. I was I was so tempted to go down and pull it out, and they're going to be like, "What are you doing, going through my stuff, there, son?" It's legal; you can do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So no filters, no AC. Filters. I wouldn't even think to put that in. There. See, I have an AC filter that I well. I clean. Okay, so what I did was I read the list that's right on the bin. <laughs> you you're and already my miles only, ahead of everyone. My only thing was was the. It's funny because my neighbor, Vanessa. Oh, dear got, God. No, I just want to talk about that for a second. Um, she put the, the list up on her refrigerator. So she knows, but it says right on the bin mm-hmm. what to put in there. Right. If it wasn't on the list, don't put it in there. Right? right? That's exactly right. When in doubt, yeah. throw it out. Yep, you're yeah. 100% uh, right. So no, no needles. Oh, most definitely not. Yeah, you please call don't. the health department no for that. No plastic eating utensils or straws. No aluminum foil or pans. Are you cheating? Might be. I might be cheating that. Reading it right. I am absolutely cheating. Totally cheating. <laughs> well, I think we can just tell everybody. Is it cheating having the right information in front of with you? With your new pail, so. you you now have a brand new a list of things. Pail. Yeah. yeah. Your yep. bin. And it's pail. written on your bin. Yep. So mm-hmm. should we go to to talking about the new pail? 
Because Let's do it. I think again Let's now we're, we're talking about we're talking trash. The next one with the least amount of changes is really going to be our roadside collection of regular rubbish or refuse. So by now that everybody is listening to this on October 1st, we have all received our new garbage refuse container. Yay! <laughs> so we've all received this new 96-gallon container, which some people, oh my God, it's huge. Well, can we take a moment to shame the people that used it before October 1st? Well, no, because we really can't. Because I've been using my 96-gallon toter for the last six years, and we already have a lot of trucks out here that are equipped for the semi-automatic collection. I just want to shame them for not Go ahead. You can do whatever you want. You, know, you <laughs> sit on your high horse and cast dispersions. That's fine. But See what you did? Um, See what you did? for the most part, I know a lot of the county is going to automatic collection. Claw's going to come out, do the whole pickup and dump, and there's only going to be one operator on the truck. We're not doing fully automated out here. We're getting semi-automated. So there's still going to be two people on the truck, just like it has been for you know, time immemorial, and they are going to be taking the new cart, putting it on the back of the truck, and there is an assist that's going to be hoisting it and dumping it. So the people who have been using it, even though it's a no-no, if your odds are, if you're on one of the major streets, they probably already had that apparatus out here. So you can cast all your Shame. dispersions you want. Shame. Well, you know what? So now, again, now, so my first question is going to be, I can't use my old ones though, right? Correct. Even though they, they have the same mechanism and apparatus that could be used for that hoist, I have a 96-gallon toter. I've got two of these things. I can't use them? You can use them for yard waste. That's what I would tell you to put them in. Put your darn coconuts in the, in the old... What do you t- don't you be talking to me about my darn coconuts. <laughs> I'm not talking to you about your darn coconuts, man. Um, it just he, got... But you have a lovely have a- bunch of coconuts. Really, nobody's <laughs> going to just give me the room to give that one thing in there. Okay, so... None of your old receptacles, period, unless they are newly distributed or given to you or purchased from SWA. Have the logo on it. That have Correct. the logo. Now, do you guys really keep track of those numbers? Every single one. You're lying. You're correct. You are <laughs> so lying. Because I'm, I'm looking. I've been telling everybody if you didn't get your bin and take someone else's, they're going to bust you with that serial what number. What we're telling people is it, take that number. It, well, write it down. Write it down. But if you want to, paint your address on it as well. Okay. Because, but you think everybody should have a garbage cart. You shouldn't be taking your neighbors. But right. Things happen. Things happen. People want extra. People want, <gasps> hey, you know, I'm having a party. Let me go and. I'm just going to booby trap mine. Let me just take it. <laughs> that would be trouble. So, so here's the question. That's, there's a you kind of pose it to me. Somewhere. I'll pose it back to you. Why do you think that you can't use your cart? Because you, guys, you guys are dicks. Not the same person. <laughs> well, it, well, if it has the same mechanism, it could be lifted up. Why, why can't you use it? Because you're Different dick. material that's in different cans? Nope. Same thing. Um, the main reason is that maintenance comes with the cart that you get from the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County. Right. So if that arm or that driver or that flipper arm breaks it, cracks it, knocks off a wheel, damages the lid, does something to it, it'll be replaced or repaired for free. Right. If you use your cart, the maintenance does not come with that. And I can't say that there might be some residents that would use it and say that their cart was pristine and then they used it, and then the arm came and broke it, and now they want us to buy them another $65 cart. It's not going to work that way. Gotcha. So everybody's getting the same equipment. It's going to be used the same way. And Maintenance for, is going to be included. And for those like Mercedes, pe- you have to go get your oil change there. <laughs> right. We, <laughs> These I don't are know the Mercedes about of garbage carts. Um, 
And for those people that do maybe have a huge family that's going to create more than 96 gallons of garbage every, you know, twice a week, um, they can get another one. How much is it? You go to SWA and you can order another one. And for those of you who maybe find 96, the 96 gallon cart unwieldy after 90 days, they can get a smaller cart, right? They're going to be looking at that on a case by case basis. Okay. So, so yes, that is an issue of of, of an an elderly person or handicapped person or someone physically unable to, to to wheel the 96. Right. Right. For our house, the 96 gallons can be way too much. It's two of us and Molly. (laughs) <laughs> um, but you're going to use it, use not it anyway, right? Because right. 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 so it'll just be a little lighter. I don't care. But I know. But for somebody who is perhaps who, older yeah, or we, infirmed, we, but we if, actually, they're, if they're if they're to the point that they're that old and infirmed, you also offer backdoor service. I beg your pardon. I know. Wow. I know. We went there. This is JFR <laughs> after dark. <laughs> no, it's we have a form on our on our website. So even now, you know, sometimes you're elderly and you can't carry your one bag of garbage out. You know, right. it's. Um, we have a form on the website. You just fill it out and then we can offer backdoor service. The one yep. thing that you can look at that too is that there's going to be some negotiation where if there is a really long driveway, they're probably going to have a, a negotiated place of where that cart would be. So that resident can say that cart is always going to be here. I will take my bag, put it in that cart before my garbage day. That hauler, that driver can go right to that cart, get whatever they need and then you know go about That's their business. Great. So basically there is accommodations for all of these situations don't get on Facebook and decide to be a rabble rouser because you think you're different than the entire county. And I think that's what what has really been getting to me. And I've seen you on Nextdoor and you're answering everybody's question. You are the most patient man in the world. I would have just gone absolutely ballistic uh, for, with some of these unreasonable requests. When he would have been eye rolling a lot. Well, we can't say how much eye rolling was involved, but... Or no, he would have he would have videotaped himself eye rolling and posted it. You, you can't say you know those those posts to answer everybody to read everybody and figure out what their issue is and then try to respond right. to yeah. them that would help them. Right. It it does take a little time, and that's why I wanted you guys out here because I wanted I wanted this podcast to kind of serve as a primer. Somebody new runs you know comes to the neighborhood and they ask on Facebook, hey, what's the deal with SWA and our garbage pickup? We can just point them to this episode and say, this is going to be your comprehensive primer on all things SWA out here. And we haven't, of course, gotten to the biggest one yet. But before we do, what else do we need to cover on garbage? Garbage from from your cart. Yes. If you can fit it in your garbage cart, put it in your garbage cart. Okay. We were at an event. Lady looked at her husband, said, I think you will fit. I said, that was probably not the best thing to put in there. <laughs> I think out here, that's probably okay. There's, she felt the same way too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like the like uh, bulk is changing and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But right. if you have that chair, mm-hmm. you have something that would fit into that 96 gallon cart, Do it. put it in there. Right. That's yep. what it's there for. That's why it's so big. What about a couple of pieces of wood? You know, I just uh, replaced something on my fence and I got a couple of like two by four scraps that are four feet long. If it fits, it sits. If it fits, yeah. If you can fit it in there, put it in there. Did you say if it fits, it sits? Yes. What the hell is that? What if You really don't know. Is that like a real real SWA? Clearly not a cat person. Right, no. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. What if the lid isn't able to close? Is that not considered fitting? Yeah. Good question. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. And and the reason why I'll say yes is because if I say no, Someone's going to put an eight foot board sticking straight up. Right. And then that cart is not going to be able to tip in the top or, you know, flip on the side. Right. So, yes, we want the lid to be flat. Gotcha. 
Okay. Plus keep rainwater out, you know. Raccoons. Before we get to the biggie, what about, I got a mattress. I got a refrigerator. Bulk. That's bulk. Mm -hmm. And how many of those are we allowed? Right. So bulk right now is you could put out as much as you want on either of your garbage day. Right. Right. So now going into the new contract after October 1, it's going to be bulk one time a week, probably on your um, uh, recycle day. And it's going to be limited to three items. So if you have three mattresses, you could put three mattresses. Your mattress, your box spring, and your frame would probably be your three items. Okay. You know, but the mattress would go out on your bulk day. And again, bulk is limited to three. Okay. okay. So that's our, that would be our Thursday pickup. Yes, it would be. So You're every, really good with days. I'm just telling the new residents that have moved in. Oh, right. In yeah. Thursday. don't know that. Thursday is probably going to be bulk pickup. So, so, so if you have to get rid of some trash cans. That's yeah, now how do trash we, cans how, are hard to get rid of. You, they really well, they, are. My old trash can would fit inside the new trash can, so most probably would. Yeah. If it fits, it's it. Then I it sits. Now with the new so trash cans, it would be easier for them to identify. To and old garbage cans, yeah, if they're can somewhat out. in good condition, oh, okay. are good for the Yard next waste. part of the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so are we clear on garbage? We're clear on bulk pickup. Is there anything else that you guys think we need to cover on that? Just a little bit on on bulk. So bulk is pretty much anything. Appliance. It would probably right. be anything that's bulky. Yeah, I would imagine furniture, appliances. Mm-hmm. I had somebody ask, message me the other day and say, "Is it okay to put a dishwasher out?" Because they were mm-hmm. convinced that you guys wouldn't take it, and I convinced her that they would. We pick would it take up. it. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. and so, they did. They did, but a lot of people don't. Did it take that. a lot of convincing? How did, did. you do that? R- no, really, really, <laughs> really. No, I. They will take it. I okay. promise you. Wow. It was that sort of a conversation. Okay. That was um, and as part of your bulk pickup, you also get about um, two cubic yards of, you know, if you do like minor home repairs, if you have, you know, whatever, a, a stack of two by fours, this would also be your bulk day, two cubic yards of minor home repair. Minor home. So if like I uh, reshingle my dog house, I could have some, yes. some shingles mm-hmm. and as long as I'm not over, what was it? Two cubic two yards. Two cubic yards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that would be tied up or neatly. Yeah, neatly stacked pieces that aren't heavier than 50 pounds, you know, that kind of. Okay. So, okay. Now we're going to get to what some people are really complaining about because they view it as major changes. And that's going to be with the yard waste or the vegetation. They say we're losing service. Yeah, there are people that are convinced that we're losing service. And we're not. We're not. We've got, we get, what, six cubic yards of vegetative waste pickup per week which boils down to basically how much money somebody said the other it's 20, day 20 if you break the contract down it's 20 27 dollars a year a year for, for a, a lot we're yeah. we're basically paying a pickup rate if you you're looking at 8 dollars a cubic yard we're paying what is that 3 weeks Right, I, I lost my math there. Yeah. I think they came up with somebody Three said they were yards. able to find uh, a hauler that could do it like five dollars a yard. And when I did the math over six yards for fifty-two pickups, you know, once a week, it was like eighteen, almost nineteen hundred dollars. That's a lot of money that you would yeah. pay to have had that hauled off where we so, live. So let's kind of wrap our arms around a foundation for yard waste. Yes, initially, so. You have residents that could have lived here 20 years and they remember things of the way things used to be, right? So yard waste used to be unlimited at one time. Yeah. So that's what some people is their baseline and that's what they remember and anything else is a change and they still remember the unlimited. It went to six cubic yards in the contract. And what the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County did, 
They did an overall assessment of how much waste is going to be generated in the county by the, the homes at that time. And that yard waste generation study, so you figure you have homes like this that have a little bit of a property. Mm-hmm. You have homes that are zero lot line. So that average of all of those, big yards, no yards, was six cubic yards of yard waste. Now, what yard waste was defined as was your palm fronds or your trimming. Right. It was never cut down a tree and put it to the curb. Or clearing land. It was land. never clearing land. It right. was never stumps. Right. And what year did that change to six cubic yards? I would say uh, two contracts ago is what I yes. believe. About 15, Be- yeah, 15 right. years? Right. Okay. Because when I moved here originally, I was told by one of the old timers, you could basically put anything you want out on the road and they'll pick it up. And then the new six yard. But that's still a huge amount. Right. So with the, with the six yards, so what, what that was is that by contract, the hauler was going to take six cubic yards. So if you put out 10, 20, and I will say some people say 30, 40 cubic yards of material, the truck would come by, clamshell, grab one or two clamshell loads, throw it in the truck and go on. Next week, they'd come back in one or two right. until your pile is gone. Right. Okay. So, so that's now what, what I would say that most of the residents are remembering. Right. You know, I could put out as much as I wanted. Right. They'd take a little bit till it's all gone. Yippee, I, yo, I did my clearing. They did their And people their would literally, their entire frontage on the street or around an entire corner would be just piles of yard waste. And six, six, eight months down the road, it would finally be cleared. Right. So no good deed goes unpunished, right? So what happens? So that yard waste is there that was green. Mm-hmm. Now it's brown. Right. Now someone's going to say it's going to get hit by lightning. It's going to cause a fire. Someone saw a raccoon running in it. They say that it's got varmint in it. The homeowner that put it out there and it's taking months to remove just because of six cubic yards per week saying, you killed all my grass. Now you got to resod my, my yard. And worse for out here, since we do not have storm drains and we don't have sewers, it blows into our swales and it clogs up our secondary drainage. Right. And Sir Wicket now has to go in every time it storms to clear out culverts and to clear out their canal crossings because a homeowner didn't want to pay the money to get everything shipped the way or taken off the of their land the way it should have been. Well, I will say that they were abiding by what was the, the yard waste practice at the time. They could put it out to the curb and if it blew away, then somebody else would have to deal with it. Right. But, but they, it was problematic. It was. It, was it, it turned out problem. to be problematic. Yeah, Absolutely. They were, People, you drive your car. I've, a couple of times on a dirt road where you have two cars and next thing I know I have branches in my window right? because right. there's not enough room for everybody. And then you have the neighbors that are they're saying that that big yard pile right there, I can't see past it. Right. I almost hit you know Johnny's son when he was biking down the street because I couldn't see it past the yard pile. So with this new contract, what we did is that we, we listened to the haulers and they said, you know, something's got to change because it's, it's not working out for anybody. So we started talking to the county commission and they have an ordinance on the books that basically is, you know, says six cubic yards to the curb. So what we did is we worked with them to to put a little bit of teeth in that ordinance that gives us the ability to make an assessment or an incentive for that resident to only put six cubic yards out because there could be a penalty or ultimately a lien at some point. So that's what we did. And that's where what's in the contract. So the six cubic yard remains the same. However, you can't put more than six friends out with it. Cause then, Correct. No, cause then nothing's getting taken. Nothing's going to get taken. And I, from what I understand, new trucks are going to have cameras of yes. some sort. And if you feel that you had six and the driver didn't pick it up, they're supposed to call you down at SWA and 
it's going to put together a case number and they're going to say, yes, that you're right or no, you were wrong. And and then it's going to be taken from from that point. Is, is that what I'm understanding? Well, let's take a step back and Absolutely. say that that truck is that the camera is called a third eye. Right. So wherever that truck goes, it's going to take a picture of whatever it sees right out. And then if we need it, we can go back and access that photo. Right. Right. But if the if the pile is non-conforming, what that driver is to do is to get out and put a tag on it. That tag is going to say, we feel that your pile is larger than six cubic yards. Here are your options. Normally, the options are uh, remove it yourself, remove some so it is six cubic yards and they'll take it in the next pickup or uh, pay to remove it yourself or uh, pay $8 per cubic yard, and it'll all be gone. Right. So that's what the homeowner's choices are going to be. Now, if they say, this is really six cubic yards, you know, they, they did wrong, we do have the ability to look at a pile. We do have the ability to send a field service team member out to look at the pile. We do have the ability to get that hauler to go back out there to look at it again. And what I heard some of the residents say was, um, well, that same guy that told me that it wasn't six cubic yards, you're going to send him out again, and he's going to say it's not, you know, it's still not six. But that's not true. That's not true. Because one, the driver works for WastePro, who has the contract, but the people that you're sending out are going to be SWA enforcers, right? Correct. So it's it's not two sides of the same coin here. Right. Right. So here's here's a wacky scenario, and it has it's been happening, and we have a lot of non-conforming streets down here. We have a lot that dead end on canals, and I know that these are big trucks, and they go down one way, and they've got to back all the way out, and I know that a lot of these drivers don't like some of the streets. What happens if it's not just you? You don't get a tag. Your neighbor is still out, and he doesn't have a tag, and the driver obviously didn't come down the street. We'll know by the third eye. We'll say, give me the picture of you in front of house, blah, blah, blah. Right. If they can't show it, they're going to have to go back out and go get it. Okay. Um, yep, because call us. I know right now there are people out here that are saying these, what, you know, I've been ignored for the last two weeks and these new rules are coming in soon. And what's going to happen? I'm trying to get what I have taken away and they won't take it. Now it's going to sneak up on October 1st and I'm going to start getting penalized. So there's there's a couple of things there, and you know whenever we were out here for our, for our meeting before when we were talking about this a couple months ago, I heard very loud and clear that a lot of your residents called the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County, and then they said you know I called and then everything was fine and then a couple months later and then I just got tired of calling so I didn't. Please call us to let us know. Say that again, Willie. Please call us to let us know, and I'm going to give you a number. Please five six one six nine seven twenty seven hundred. 561-697-2700. And David, you will have that in the program notes, please. Thank you. Because what we do is we, we get that call, take that complaint, we log it into our system. That system, that complaint goes directly to the haulers to say, this wasn't done. You have a certain amount of time to go remedy the problem right. on the complaint. If they don't, the couple of things that we look for are repeat with the same homeowner. Right. So if that homeowner at the end of the street is missed, every week for two months, that's a a liquidated damages that could be assessed against that hauler just for that individual home. And which means the county can recoup damages basically from the hauler and say, look, you, you weren't fulfilling your contract. Correct. But please, everybody understand that can't happen unless you call what number, Willie? 561-697-2700. There you go. So as we give that Phone number, I will say this, for those that say, I'm tired of calling, but yet you're sitting in front of the, of the TV every night and you're on your computer and you're saying, oh, what's that solid waste authority 
of Palm Beach County doing, you go to our website, there is a customer service form that you could do the exact same thing. Perfect. You can fill out the form, file the same type of complaint. It does goes through the same process. You can bookmark it on your computer if this happens repeatedly, and then SWA will get the message, and then SWA can effectively get that message to the hauler. Correct. And what's the website address? SWA.org, and what I would say is to search uh, customer service. It's a, it's a longer URL that I don't have a, a shortened for it. Sure, but that's the basic one for people who need services. SWA.org. Let's talk about the piles. Okay. Because if you've come out to Jupiter Farms, you've seen everything in these piles and you've seen them every which way but loose. Everything should be cut to what length? Well, I'm not going to say what length. What I'm going to say is... It's well, a, nobody really likes to say what length. It's but. a six-inch diameter. Wow. So, so from, it's not going to be you go cut down the tree... And if you cut down that palm tree or that pine tree and my, I cut my trunk down to yeah, X, yeah. that they're going to take it. Uh-uh. But if, if you split it. If you split it. And pile it neatly. Yes. They'll take it. Yes. And those pieces, again, can't be bigger than six inches in diameter or weigh more than 50 pounds. Okay. Six inches diameter, weigh more than 50 pounds. Those are pretty easy things to remember because, again- cubic yards six inches in diameter i yeah. know that palm front because i read this palm fronds can be of any length correct really mm-hmm. yeah any length any length even those like big ass bismarck palms that uh-huh. are just crazy really you guys are a little bit more forgiving than i would be i think i need to be on <laughs> SWA. um okay so palm fronds as long as they're piled neatly they can they can be any length we always ask to pile things neatly why because a lot of times it may not be the clam truck that comes to pick it up. Right. It's going to be an individual person. Right. And if you throw it all over there, you know, and you say, ah, they'll take care of it. Right. They may not have the best attitude of, you know, kind of cleaning up your mess. And right. It takes a lot longer. It does take well, a lot again, longer. And, and some of the old individual. timers out here remember when they, you know, had two guys that would neatly put things in a truck and then rake up afterwards. Right. I mean, that, that we're not paying for that level of service anymore. You wouldn't want to be paying for that level of service anymore. Well, you think back then, you think now of what the population was and what the housing unit was. Exactly. Totally different world. It's also hard for them to evaluate the six cubic yards if it's all thrown all over the place as well. Right. It's a great point. And not that anybody wants to be that guy on the street, but the empty lot that's across the street from you, all of a sudden is land clearing. And the guy who's doing it, the contractor, the person, who knows who it is, is starts dumping all the stuff at the edge of the street. Is it up? It should be up to the neighbors to call SWA and say, hey, look, across the street from me, they're clearing a lot and they're dumping it for you guys. That It's not going to get picked up. Well, two different things with that. Okay. When, when you say the land clearing, and I want to kind of make sure we're very clear with what that means. Straighten me out. Will. So you have a, a property owner right. owns a property. There is a structure on it. They, they say, I have all of those trees in that back corner that I want to, my son's getting of age and we're going to be playing sports and I want more of a yard. Right. So they cut all of that down. That's one form of land clearing. Right. That's where that homeowner should be paying for that disposal or cutting it down into the six inches in And putting in it by the street side because they are actually paying SWA fees. Correct. So then let's talk about the vacant land. Correct. The vacant land, if they clear that, if they put it to the curb, it shouldn't move at all, no matter if it's conforming or not. Right, because they have they are not paying SWA fees. They're not paying tax they're not, not paying, paying right. assessments. Correct. So so that's when a neighbor has to take it under under their own code enforcement with the building department. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but code enforcement's not going to be going around 
looking at every little street. Correct. That's you, where those so reports. So you have to do, do we call SWA or do we call code enforcement? You can do both. You can do both. And, and why I say you could do both is with that ordinance change, our field team members were trained or they were deputized. You can say that <laughs> uh, to be code enforcement officers right. to enforce that uh, vegetation ordinance, so which is great. They'll pass it on to the county and make sure that it gets handled. Right. So that basically awesome. is what you were saying about we've got some some code that has some teeth now and you've got people that can enforce that code with the teeth. Correct. And one good thing with the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County is that we also have environmental crimes officers as part of our team. They they're, definitely need a theme song. They're, <laughs> they're not necessarily like our employees. They are sheriff's office employees, but they're under contract with us to investigate illegal dumping or other things of that nature. Well, let, wait, wait, let's, before you move on, let's talk about that because illegal dumping is something that is big out here, especially now that some of the laws or the rules are changing with SWA and we've got a lot of open canal banks and we don't have a lot of light out here. There's going to be illegal canal dumping. There always has been, there always will be. What do we do for that? Uh, what was it? Sir Wicked is out here, right? Mm-hmm. Call them one, call us two, and then see what could happen. And if we have to go to the sheriff's office, then you know, elevate it beyond our environmental crimes unit. It goes in that direction. Okay. But there's got to be, you know, okay, legal dumping happens. Someone's going to have to investigate it and check it out to see what they can find. Right. Uh, I read a story the other day where there was a legal dumping somewhere. And someone's like one of those vacant lots mm-hmm. and the neighbor went over and started sifting through it and found mail that they had dumped. So they had the person's name and address in the whole thing. So it's, awesome. it's amazing what you find through an illegal dumping uh, investigation. I <laughs> wanted to ask a question back before we got into the illegal dumping with the empty lots when it came to the vegetation sitting on the edge. How long is long enough to give the builder enough time to remove that? I mean, you know, you see them clearing the land, you see the pile build up, you know, I understand they're probably not going to have someone come out the next day or the day after, but what's a reasonable time before you call you or code enforcement or have you call code enforcement to address that? I would say it's, it's your comfortability level because here's where I could see that going. So you, as the resident, you see development going across, you see vegetation coming out to the street. You may say it was there two, three, four weeks as a report. But when someone goes out there, they can see, you know, that developer is saying, we just cut that last week. Correct. <laughs> so it's, it's the more you report, right, the, the, better, the stronger that, that we are, okay. right. The better, better off everybody can be. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the sooner the better is, is kind of what, what I have. If they've, if they've skipped something, a pickup and it's sitting out there and you see that there's just going to be more of it on Thursday and more of it next Monday you get the ball rolling because there's, there's going to be, I mean, it's going to take time to put these mechanisms and for you guys to get used to doing this new, these new procedures and, and, and for us to get trained to pick up the phone or use the web interface to call. One thing I, I want to kind of go back on is that if it's a vacant lot, they're not getting service at all. Right. So whatever they put out, isn't going to be moved garbage, Ever. yard waste. Right. So it's, I would also think it's in, it's to their advantage it's they're incentivized to remove that so they can get more materials in and they can start their broader construction. So I, I would hope that that type of debris wouldn't sit there long. Right. Uh, but if you're uncomfortable with, you know, it's been there a couple of days, the green has turned to brown, the pile keeps getting bigger. Yes, please call. Hurricane coming. Hurricane know. coming. Well, you know. and, I, and I think a lot of times, I mean, we just had a house built behind us. It sat for, I don't know, four or five days and then they cleared it out because a guy building a house isn't going to want that 
there. Right. I think it's more landscapers that are dumping, um, which I wanted to ask you a question about this, but landscapers that are taking debris from somewhere, they don't want to go to the dump and they're putting it in front of vacant lots. Um, it's a lot of those guys. So one of the things that I've seen is, you know, people always try to get a picture of the truck. If they see them, mm-hmm. they've gotten it. They've tried to get the license plate number, but then somebody said, oh, we have to see them doing it in the act. The picture is not good enough with the license plate mm-hmm. on it. So are there any guidelines or, you know, this is a neighbor seeing it happen and trying to capture it. If they were doing that, what would the best way be? A video of it happening, if possible? Well, you, you get whatever evidence you can get. You know, if you're safely. The, yeah, sa- right, exactly. safely. Yeah. yeah. Or never sitting up in trees waiting for somebody to <laughs> right. Because what's what's gonna happen is if if that person that dumped that is probably not the only time that they did it. Right. They're probably gonna do it again. Right. So that's where the investigation comes in. So you say, I saw this, this is the truck that I saw do it. These are the people. Eight other people say I saw the same truck. Now we have a pattern. Correct. Okay. And so, you know, you do your little surveillance. And if you see that truck coming up again, it makes a little more sense of, hey, you know, this truck is the truck that they spotted. Let's watch them a little more closely and see what happens. What if it's on uh, county property? We have a lot of canal banks that are owned by county. And somebody illegally dumps on it. An illegal dump is an illegal dump. And I would say if you get to us or you get to the county. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> And slower, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh but if, as long of- as you're reporting it, that's the important part. Okay. Because it's, it's, if it comes to us, if it goes to the county, we're all working together. Because there has been some time where things have happened. You know, I've called uh, the commissioner's office and they send out feelers. And it's just, it was, I mean, there was just recently a, a, a car <laughs> that it took over two and a half weeks they to get it towed get- off of a canal bank. I'm not even sure it's gone. I don't think it's gone. No, it is gone. It was, it was taken out on Monday. They were out here and they and they couldn't find it. <laughs> you know, oh, they, all right. It, it was, was it there was were two tags a, on it already. But it was up a canal. I mean, it was legit. Yeah, it wasn't but it was tagged the twice, and then when, and then the the tow or the record come, came out and they couldn't find it. So yeah, I mean, it you know, part of it is, is you know just getting everything coordinated and and that's why I wanted to do this to to help our residents out here understand so, to get everybody on board. What what are we missing? Is there any other? I'm burning questions for the SWA or any other any other topics that you feel that we've missed it's not necessarily missed but the one thing that I will throw out there and you know out here in in this property you probably have main structures and don't you have secondary structures some like in in law something some one thing that I will offer everybody is is look at your tax bill because if your tax bill if you say oh my gosh that seems a lot very high for uh for disposal or collection you may be entitled to two carts and not know it. And, and more than six yards of pickup then? Or no? no? For each of your property or from, yes. Yeah, okay. So like, for instance, I'm trying to think of, of the tax bill that I was, I was looking at uh, working with and it was like a 900 and some odd dollar tax bill for disposal or, or the collection. So it was double. Right. It was double. They should get They're two carts. They're paying for the guest house. They should and- get two carts and two right. yard waste pickups yep. and- Two points for recycle. Correct. So, <laughs> so just, just, just pay attention to that. Structures matter. Structures matter. Mm-hmm. Structures always matter. Sentence structure matters. I saw twos matters. getting delivered and then somebody didn't get for their second. I was like, you, you got a permit on that thing? And the taxes <laughs> on it? And they're like, well, no. Yeah. Um, Careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're at the end of another Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. Remember, coming up this month in the farms, 
Jupiter Farms October 8th JFR meeting, 7 p.m. at the Jupiter Farms Pavilion. Hear updates from PBSO, Sir Wicket, and our guest speaker from Humana, who will giving us a short overview of what's changing in the never-ending home front of Medicare plan. Also, there will be a $50 gift certificate being supplied by our friends at Jupiter Outdoor Center. October 12th, Talking Trash will be having its neighborhood cleanup, meet at the Jupiter Farms Park Pavilion at 8 a.m., and many thanks to Kathy Moore and Floss Simpson for heading these up. You both make Jupiter Farms sparkle. October 23rd is the Sirwicket Monthly Board of Supervisors meeting. They need to change to Wednesday this month to accommodate schedules, and their monthly meetings will now be held at the Pavilion here in Jupiter Farms. Remember, until October 15th, you can surf over to the Jupiter Farms residence website and pre-order your Christmas tree. As always, we offer the freshest trees around, cut on a Wednesday, driven down to us by Friday, and sold to you on Saturday, December 7th. Hop on over to www.jupiterfarmsresidence.com before October 15th, and all the information will be there for you to pre-order your trees, wreaths, and garlands. Two events deserve a heads up for November as well. Remember, November 1st and 2nd, Pioneer Family Farmstead Day at Riverbend Park. Visitors will experience a turn-of-the-century farmstead complete with exhibitors and storytellers. The sawmill, sugarcane processing station, and other equipment will be open for viewing. Both the event and parking at Riverbend Park are free. Our friends at Jupiter Outdoor Center are offering echo tours, pedal paddle adventures, and youth activities during Pioneer Family Farmstead Day at Riverbend Park. Finally, mark your calendars on November 16th. We'll be hosting the Jupiter Farms Residence Family Hoedown, and this year we're having the String Assassins as our musical featured guest, plus, of course, burnt offerings and the scoop coop for our food and dessert vendors, and we have some awesome additions to this year's event. We'll be posting food competition details online soon, so be sure to bust out those recipes and compete to be the best. So there you go. It's a lot of information. Luckily, as we used to say in the old days, you can rewind and listen to it again. Once again, folks, thanks for listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. And be sure you hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified when a new episode releases. And please share it with your neighbors and friends. Our thanks to Becky Robinson and Willie Puzz from the Solid Waste Authority. And thanks to Someone Talk Media and David Guggenheim for his direction and engineering. And of course, most of all, our thanks to you for streaming and listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. So take care, and we'll be speaking with you again before long from the farms. Now, say goodbye, everybody. Bye! You think you know everything? <laughs> I do. I Willie, Becky, do you think we know everything? I'm pretty sure you know everything. That? Is there a test? No, There's I don't want a test. Give us a test. Come on. Dude. Okay. <laughs> it's it's the first week. Okay. Right? So you could say that maybe your garbage wasn't picked up the, the week before for okay. whatever reason. All right. So you have a bunch of garbage. 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 Okay. So you put your cart out. Mm-hmm. It's full because of your normal household garbage, but then you have this extra. It's full, but my top is flat. Correct. Yeah. So you put stuff to the side. Mm -hmm. Is it going to get picked up? No. No. Yes. <laughs> Is it bulk? It's not bulk. It's not in the 96 It's bags gallon. of garbage? Correct. If, if it's garbage. If you put the bag of garbage out as bulk. No.
I don't. I don't know if that would work because they wouldn't necessarily know. I'm that standing it would be by both. my answer. No, it's not. I'm gonna standing get by now. Up. I'm going with the nose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, correct. All right. Ding 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 ding. Real information. I got a question. All right. So, with your garbage service for Unincorporated Palm Beach County, yes. How many days per year, or what days per year, is there not collection? Only two, two. days. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay, I have two here. Thanksgiving and two. New Year's. Two. Thanksgiving and New Year's. Yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter. We are all over the board. It's so we, just, we already David. got it settled on two days, and David. you said three. Oh, well, and Easter's always on a Sunday. David, David. <laughs> David. That's why we can cut that out. Dude, dude, no, you better leave that. Out. They wanted to um, not pick up on Easter, but shoot, do I need to change my answer? You know what the worst part is? You're what? wrong. You said you started this out earlier in this conversation. Yeah, ladies win. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, dude. <laughs> I let you win. Okay, so your girls. So he, here's your 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 extra bonus credit for question after that. All right. So your really double. your garbage day is is on one of those holidays. Yes. Okay. So you're skipped. Yes. So on your next collection day. Yes. Can you put garbage bags out to the no side? no. I answered first. It was you no. mean a loose garbage bag to the yep. butt? No. The answer to that is always it's no. Always you cannot no. put loose garbage bags out. Everything must be in your 96-gallon container with the top you flat. Be, you better hope you're right. Bam! I love the passion that he I has. I think it's phenomenal. <laughs> is he wrong again? Yeah. No, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no. See, I love how you sat there and watched him make a fool of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Holidays are special occasions, and they make special concessions. Not to for everybody. That, not to everybody. <laughs> Holidays for for some holidays are special. So they're a little occasions. more forgiving with the holidays on the holidays because of the mist. So collection. what? Okay, and the so extra stuff that gets produced if on we holidays. Thanksgiving right. is a Stop Thursday, it. so mm-hmm. we're Thursday pickup. We miss it. So our next day is Monday. Mm-hmm. What do we get the following Monday as the Thanksgiving bonus? So you, you can get put, put get extra pickup. I can put my turkey. You can put a, a loose bag, bag of garbage out. Yeah. Next That's to bull. Your so put your turkey in your loose bag. No, no way. The raccoons will get it. Okay. So so the. The, the last question, and, and see if you can understand this, and this goes into Palm Beach County has a population of 1.4 million people, right? I knew that. I knew so that. our number of units that we were servicing is a little over 200,000 with this rollout effort. Mm-hmm. So what we did is someone always has to be first. Mm-hmm. Someone always has to be last. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Becky, yeah. I think, what was the process that we did to get this? Yeah, so we wrote everybody's name down on a piece of paper. <laughs> we wrote them all down. We had a very large hat. It was pretty, wow. you know, you know, Big sizable. Hat. And then we just picked names. Okay. Yeah. So you had the first yeah. and you had the last and right. we have that last name. So you, oh, you actually had, so this person still has not, as of the recording of this podcast, this person still has not received. They may or may not. They uh, will, they're very last on the list. It's now Friday at 2.30-ish. Yes. Friday what? What's Friday the, the 28th? 29th? I don't know. 27th. 27th. <laughs> nice job there, Jill. <laughs> so if Vanessa is listening... She's our last person. This has been a production of someone talked media